There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. Before we kick off the show, I just wanted to take a moment to remind you that the ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is taking place in Barbados this summer. This, by default, gives all of my fellow cricket fanatics the perfect excuse to go and book a holiday to Barbados in June and experience firsthand the euphoric atmosphere at the Kensington Oval, the cricket mecca of the Caribbean. If the cricket alone isn't enough to tempt you, then let me be the one to remind you that a trip to Barbados can also include leisurely strolls along the breathtaking coastline, mouth-watering flavours of the world-class Bayesian cuisine, and, of course, plenty of rum. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados, the best place to be a cricket fan. Welcome to Following On, honestly. Well, I know where to begin, but uh, I don't really know how to go about describing the events of day two in Mumbai, the second test match between India and New Zealand. Uh, the result of the match, uh, a formality. India will win at some point on day three or four. Um, uh, but uh, we've got to talk about uh, Ajaz Patel, a, um, uh, an incredible uh, day and a half uh, in the life of a guy uh, that was born in Mumbai as has been mentioned once or twice uh, grew up and uh, schooled and learned his trade in New Zealand and returned back to the country of his birth uh, to become the third bowler in the history of test cricket to take all 10 wickets in an innings Uh, what an achievement for him uh, and what an achievement uh, for New Zealand, who unfortunately uh, saw the very best and the very worst on day two. We'll talk about the very worst very shortly, but we've got to start at the top. And that's with uh, Ajaz Patel. Remember the name and all that. 10 for 119 on a day that to anyone who witnessed it will never, ever forget. Doesn't matter. Shubman Gill has pushed the ball outside of them. Got a nice edge. Carried beautifully to Ross Taylor. Yes. And he's bowled him. He's bowled to Cheswell Fajara. He's come down the wicket. This is a chance of an LBW here. And he's given it. He has. He's come forward. Bat and pad. It's beaten him on the inside part of the bat. Virat Kohli is out. You're going to be hearing about this for a long time. Oh, there's an edge. This could be out. This is out, Harmy. He's got an inside edge. Oh. He's come forward to defend this. He's got a little nick onto his pad. And somehow, it's just bobbled up as gently as you will ever see to Tom Blundell, who is very quick in the Shreyas eye is gone. Patel, oh, there's a big appeal for leg before wicket. Up goes the finger. I think it went straight on with the arm. There was no turn. 
Saha's been completely done there. Bowled him first ball. Ashwin, he's gone first ball. It's pitched middle. It's hit the top of off. It's another absolute beauty. Oh, and now he's beaten by an absolute beauty. And he's not just beaten, he's got an edge to it. It's taken behind by Tom Blundell. The left-handed Akshar facing up again. This one comes back. They're appealing for an LBW. Oh! Sorry, look at your that is out. Going back to one that oh. is out. Brilliant review by New Zealand. And he comes down the wicket to Giant Yadav. There's a long off in place. I tell you what, there's a long off right in place. Ratchin Ravindra barely had to move. Took a couple of steps back and caught that. And we now have nine wickets to Ajaz Patel. Nine for 115. Ajaz Patel. And again, there's a slope. This is straight up in the air. This has to be caught. Is there someone under it? It is. It's out. Ajaz Patel of New Zealand has taken 10 wickets in a test match. Well, that's how it played out over the course of days one and two. Ajaz Patel, all 10 wickets falling. Um, four of them yesterday, six of them today. The final one, as you heard, Jared Kimber, a skied effort from Mohamed Siraj, pouched by Rashin Ravindra. And uh, there were some scenes, I can tell you. And there were some scenes just a few moments ago as um, Patel made his way from the field. Uh, Virat Kohli, Raul Dravid, all of the England, India, India team coming over, um, making their way over to the dressing room, to the balcony, and also on the field as well, uh, applauding him from the field. Brilliant, brilliant stuff. Um, and a historic moment. Uh, we could talk about what occurred afterwards um, shortly. I'm joined... Uh, by uh, Steve Harmison and uh, uh, Abhishek uh, Junjunwala. First up, I'll start with you, Abhishek. The last man to uh, to uh, manage such a feat uh, was uh, Anil Kumble, and it's it's just it's the kind of achievement that you will never ever forget. Even now, after 22 years of all the wickets that Kumble took, it's the first thing you think of, isn't it? Ajaz Patel will be famous within cricket for the rest of his life and, and even beyond it. Yeah, he'll be always there. He has, his name is already on the history books and it's always going to be there for as long as cricket survives. And yeah, and again, to be able to do that in a country, in, 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 abroad, not just in own country, everybody else has done their in, in their own respective country, but to, to, to be on the touring side and to get 10 wickets. And, and especially it's a special moment for him because as he was born in Mumbai and to be able to get those 10 wickets against India in Mumbai must be so, so special. And it takes something very special for somebody to achieve that. And he's bowled brilliantly as well. It's not just that he's got those wickets because the batters have batted poorly or they played some poor shots. He's just bowled very, very good deliveries and managed to get some of the biggest, biggest wickets in world cricket at the moment. Where, what point did you think he was going to do it? For me, it was when that uh, review for leg before wicket. Um, he'd taken seven wickets, and he, again, for the third time in this two-match series, did not review an LBW decision that would have gone his way. He did it in the first innings, in his very first over against Shubman Gill in the first test. He did it when India came back out to bat in the second innings, Pajara, and he did it with, with a giant Yadav as well. Uh, he would have had eight wickets then. He thought, oh, that's his chance gone. But it was that LBW on review. Um, actually, no, that would have been his eighth wicket. It was when Axar Patel offered no shot. When that one, he overturned that, that was the eighth wicket. Suddenly, it was absolutely on. Yeah, it was on, but I, I don't know. I, I just felt when he got six wickets, I was, I was commentating with Manas, and I said, there is an opportunity for him to take, pick up 10 wickets here 
because uh, none of the other bowlers look like they can get wickets from the other end apart from Saudi. And, and that's the reason it looked like that there is a great opportunity for him to pick up all 10. And yeah, I mean, it's a great achievement that he, at the end of the day, he managed to do it. But yeah, what an achievement, what an achievement. I don't know how long it's going to take for any, any other bowler to go out there and take 10 wickets after today. Harmi, you played in the fa very famous match, of course. Uh, Brian Lara hit 400. But, you know, that was in a drawn match at the end of the series where West Indies have been beaten outside 3 0. Um, 7 for 12 from yourself, of course, famously. Will, will the fact that New Zealand are going to go on to lose this match, the fact that they were bundled up for 62, uh, whatever it was, um, is that going to really detract from what Ajaz Patel has achieved over the last couple of days? No, I don't think so. I think when you when you look at if you want to if you want to sort of highlight the, the the Lara innings, it was on again. It was a dead rubber, flat pitch, about a flat flat pitch where you know England didn't have a great deal to play for. Nothing against Brian, he, he batted beautifully well. He was in trouble for possibly. I think three overs for every new ball we took. I think we took about four. Um, uh, but apart from that, he was he was in total control. Where I look at this, this is a kid who's took, he's a finger spinner in India in the first innings of a test match. Now, you, know, you lose a toss and you're put in. I think that tells you everything you want to you wanna know, how difficult it is, not only to bowl finger spin against the Indian batsman, but to do it in the first innings. And you've lost the toss as well. I think that 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 for me makes it even more of a, a special feat. Whether they win the game, or lose the game, draw the game, I don't think you 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 can look at that in any context of what the uh, the the individual feat is. In my my humble opinion, I think if he wins the game, great, fantastic. But when you look at somebody get taking all ten wickets. And I'm with you. It was the it was the Axar Patel one. When he got that, I thought that's it. He's got it here because the two bowlers are going to come out. Yeah, you know, Somerville can throw a ball down leg side for a couple of overs, and you know the two bowlers in Umeshyanov and Mohammed Siraj are, are going to naturally play aggressive shots. So he's got a chance of getting his ninth and his tenth. Um, and that review to get Axar Patel was the moment I thought, right, he's done it now. Before that. Yeah, anything could happen. But once he got the last recognised batsman out, um, I thought, yes, he's 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 got it. And when he did get it, it's again, it's history. You you sit here and you you'll always be you'll always remember when I'll always remember where I'll be when we mention about the the, the ten wicket haul for Ajaz Patel against India because you know these are these are something that doesn't happen often and often in the in the game of cricket. Yeah, brilliant stuff. It, it has been a historic day. It's been such a a, a, a madcap day. Um, for those of you just joining us or unaware of uh, what occurred, uh, India overnight, 221 for four. Uh, they lost two wickets in two balls. And I tell you, it just shows just how crazy a day it's been. Ravishandra and Ashwin was a clean bowled first ball. At this point, Patel took two and two, and he reviewed it. He reviewed the bowl. He thought that the umpire's finger had gone up for a court behind. Um, and so he looked a little bit shamefaced when he realised that actually the umpire's finger hadn't gone up at all. He'd just been bowled. But uh, that that really typifies just what kind of day it was. A day in which a guy got 150 
make a goal, that's 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 not even in the running. Well, except it is because it's still a huge achievement. And the player was speaking uh, shortly after the close of play on day two. Nothing much. Just trying to stay a little more side on, but uh, it's it's more it's more of a mental battle than any technical thing. Seem to uh, relish the spin bowlers and charge down the wicket very quickly. Did you enjoy that? Oh, actually, if, uh, uh, for, for, for my batting, I think if, if I don't do that, then I'm probably going to get stuck at the crease. And uh, I think they're bowling uh, exceedingly well, especially Ajaz. He's bowling really well. So if, if I can't put him under the pump, then he's just going to keep bowling good areas. In talking in the commentary box in the last half hour about the role that domestic cricket plays, how important is your upbringing, your learning in domestic cricket when you bring it into test match cricket? Uh, the, the Indian domestic uh, circuit is, is, is quite tough, uh, I must say, and it is very important. And I think those, those years that uh, anyone spends there uh, re really helps them, you know, it just, just makes you more hungrier, you know, it's just, harder, uh, it's just harder to score runs there and you play in all different conditions. So uh, the experiences and the learning you get playing the domestic circuit is, is phenomenal and, and that's something that, you know, I've, I've carried uh, in international cricket as well. What do you look forward to tomorrow then from uh, 69 without loss? Uh, well, I think tomorrow we, we obviously have to start well in the first session and uh, then look to pile on as many runs as we can and then uh, see how we go from there. Sersmay Agarwal, who uh, ended up with 150 in first innings. Uh, Abhishek Jujuwala is uh, with me. I get a bit confused when it comes to the Indian openers at times, to be honest with you, because, of course, they chop and change so much. Injuries, form, uh, resting. When it comes to South Africa, you've got you know, Agarwal, who's hit 150 and is 38 not out overnight. You've got Rohit Sharma coming back. You've got KL Rahul. Uh, you've got Shubman Gill. Um... And then, you know, it wasn't that long ago, we had Shikha Darwin and Prithvi Shaw. So, who, who are, or who is, India's uh, number one and two opening batsmen? Who, who do you expect are going to be taking to the field for that test match against South Africa? I think it's going to be Rohit Sharma and KL Rahul. It has to be, the way they played in England, especially in these conditions. Uh, they batted beautifully, both of them, and they're one, one of the two best players in world cricket. But again, uh, there, are, there are openings in the middle order and I don't see any reason for one of either Mayank Agarwal or Shubman Gill getting a role at number three or number five because we don't know how long we, uh, uh, Pujara and Rahane is going to be with the team or, or if they're going to be picked for the South African series. We'll have to wait and see. But there is no reason that one of these guys can't, can't fit in into the middle order because there is two or three slots available in that middle order for India. 
The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. If your passion for travel is on par with your passion for cricket, then I have some excellent news. The ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is being hosted in Barbados this June, which makes it the perfect destination for your summer holidays this year. To make the most of your trip, you can also experience eight matches from the series in Barbados, including England against Scotland and England against Australia. In under a month's time, you could be spending your days exploring the vibrant streets of Bridgetown, drinking rum in the sunshine and experiencing exotic Bayesian delicacies in the culinary capital of the Caribbean. There truly is something for everyone. There's no need to wait a second longer. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados. Truly the best place to be a cricket fan. It just shows the strength, doesn't it? It's uh, ridiculous riches for India. And to be honest with you, even, uh, while, even while they were losing wickets throughout, bowled out for 325 um, with uh, over the last two wickets really throwing... Uh, throwing their bat, or lost two bats and throwing their bat at things, it just seemed like they had enough. 325 on a pitch that was showing that amount of turn and bounce that early on, and so it proved. And uh, you've made you may mention the fact that after all the hard work um, uh, that uh, uh, that Ajaz Patel put in, he was back out on the field within 21 overs or so. Let's hear how the afternoon session, including those final four wickets for Patel, sounded on TalkSport 2. Chopped away behind square on the offside. Lovely shot for four by Mayank Agarwal, and it brings up his 150. He raises the bat to acknowledge the applause. Oh, and now he's beaten by an absolute beauty. And he's not just beaten, he's got an edge to it. It's taken behind by Tom Blundell. The left-handed Akshaw facing up again. This one comes back. They're appealing for an LBW. I don't think that came out of the footmarks completely. It looked like it missed them, but that's spun a long way. I think that's probably worth a DRS. Yeah. They are reviewing that. Oh! That is out. Going back to that oh. is out. Brilliant review by New Zealand. And he comes down the wicket, the giant Yadav. There's a long off in place. I tell you what, there's a long off right in place. Ratchin Ravindra barely had to move. Took a couple of steps back and caught that. Ajaz Patel. And again, there's a slope. This is straight up in the air. This has to be caught. Is there someone under it? It is! It's out! Ajaz Patel of New Zealand has taken 10 wickets in a test match. Got him! Siraj, sorry, Steve Humerson, Will Young has gone. Excellent catch at slip. Short pulled away. Out towards deep square leg and he's caught. Oh, would you believe it? What has Tom Latham done? Bold him! Ross Taylor's been cleaned up by Mohamed Siraj. There'll be no reviewing that one. There's no off stump. Bold him! Our Ashwin is into the attack and he's struck immediately with his first delivery. Henry Nichols has been cleaned up. Yadav has got his man. He's edged it to slip. It's a super catch from Virat Kohli. Absolutely incredible action, and it played out on TalkSport 2. Um, uh, New Zealand bowled out for 62. Steve Harmison, uh, I mean, there was some unplayable deliveries 
Uh, and whilst uh, it was Ash with four, four for eight, by the way, from eight overs, as Jared Kimber said, he actually bowled better than uh, Ajaz Patel. Uh, two for Axar Patel as well, but it was Mohamed Siraj who really set the tone with a couple of absolutely unplayable deliveries. Ross Taylor's played 100 tests. He's not been, he's not been beaten uh, by many better deliveries than the one that uh, uprooted off stump. Yeah, that was the one for me, the, the Ross Taylor one. Um, that's the pick of the deliveries of the test match so far. He bowled a beauty to, to Will Young. He bowled one, a couple of balls earlier that just took just went away from Will Young's off stump. So for the ball that this one had just... Yeah, obviously, Will Young played down the, the same line. He, he nicked two balls later, but he's played down the line um, and he's missed it because it swung away. This one, a little bit more off balance, but even still... I'm not sure he could have done too much about it. He's nicked it straight to slip. But a good catch by Virat Kohli. Then Tom Latham, you could say it was a little bit of a giveaway. It was a, a well-directed bouncer. The ball before was borderline wide from a bouncer point of view because he had just been banged straight back down the ground. A lovely shot by, by Tom Latham. And then he gets lured in possibly by the good shot that he played earlier. He's gone for the short ball and Sirishaya didn't have to move straight in the field. Then all of a sudden now, you're two down, 15 for two, staring down the barrel and he bowls a beauty to Ross Taylor and that really set India off and the enthusiasm, the energy and everything that goes with Mohamed Siraj is like a jack-in-the-box. Um, and that's just sort of, you know, that was the, the, the tone that was set by by him and the Indian cricket team going forward. And then, obviously, Ravi Ashwin taking over from there. And the pressure was relentless, absolutely yeah. relentless. Typical being in India, Aksar Patel and Ashwin together in tandem. There was just nowhere to go for the New Zealand batsmen. There's no release. Um, and it was just a case of inev inevitability that they were going to come and go as, you know, go as quickly as they came. Yeah, 38 for six at T. What a, what a come down after uh, so much excitement at the midway point of the session. 16 overs and uh, with Ravindra um, going just before the tea break, it was, uh, yeah, it was, it, it was quite painful, to be honest. And when uh, New Zealand came out after the tea break, well, they didn't hang around for long. Let's hear how that final session played out. This is out, caught leg slip, I think. Blondell's moved across the wicket. He's defended this. Uh, he's actually, in the end, turned it to leg, stump, to leg side. It's not that much different than how he was bowled in the previous test match. This ball's outside off stump. It's a beautiful delivery. There's a short leg that's dived in, and that is out. He is caught. It is outside of stump. Ripped back. There's bat. There's glove. I think it might have just been the glove. It hit the pad, popped up, and a brilliant effort by Shreya's high. Oh, and he now drives straight to mid on. Mohamed Siraj takes the catch. Somerville decides that making north off 25 balls wasn't uh, benefiting him or the team. It's a big swing and I think he's got an edge. It's caught at silly point. That's the end of the New Zealand innings. Jameson looking to whip it through the onside. There will be no follow-on. India are batting again. We're all very surprised. And a beautiful drive and a misfield. That's going to go away for four. This is a very good shot by Chiteshwar Pajara. He uses his feet, he gets inside the line of the ball, and he hits that through covers for four. Here is Ajaz Patel, that's a lovely shot. Oh, Mayank Agarwal, take a bow. Step and a half down the pitch, quick on his feet, and he's lofted it over extra cover, quite deliberately in complete control. Beautiful shot for four. 
Abhishek Jindrawulla is uh, with us for the next few moments as we round off uh, the following on show. I mean, could you believe that India didn't enforce a follow-on? I know we live in a day and age where they rarely do, but with uh, bowling New Zealand out for 62 on a track that there's no chance. They could bat another, they could have another two innings. I don't think they're going to score uh, the 260 they need just to make India bat again. Um, what reasoning really was there for uh, Virat Kohli to decide to bat again? I mean, the only reason, as as was mentioned, that they wanted the middle order to have a bat before they leave for the South Africa series, just to give them a bit of confidence. And But I'm not surely convinced that how much confidence are you going to get batting in Mumbai against a bowling attack who look completely depleted after, you know, after getting all out for 60, there's not much motivation left for the bowlers to come out there and bowl again, knowing that the opposition is already has a lead of 260-odd. And to come out there and bowl is just it's very demoralizing for, for any side. So I don't know how much confidence this, this innings is going to give to Chiteshwar Pujara. Uh, Mayank Agarwal already scored 150 in the first innings, so he didn't need to come out there and bat again. If they needed batting, probably somebody else could have come out there and opened the innings as well if they needed to have a hit. So it's very surprising that India didn't enforce the follow-on on New Zealand. But again, it's their decision at the end of the day. As you mentioned, now hardly we see teams enforcing follow-on. They all fancy coming out and having a little bat again so that they have enough lead and try and bowl the opposition out. And and correctly, as you said, Jono, that the, even if they bat twice, they're not going to get that 300 runs, whatever lead England, India has now. So, yeah, it's, it's, it was a very strange decision again from, from Virat Kohli. Mm, yeah, well, look, thanks a lot for your, uh, your work thanks and your time you today, Abhishek. Uh, you will be back um, at 4 at day 3, 4 a.m. UK time. But uh, Steve Harmison, I suppose, uh, the captain himself, he hasn't had a bat for a while, uh, not in test cricket uh, at least. Maybe he wants to get a few runs on the belt. The India lead 332. What is, uh, what is the only thing New Zealand can look to get out of this game. Um, I mean, another 10 wickets for, uh, for Ajaz Patel, of course. That's, uh, that's always in the offing still. Yeah, that, 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 would, be the, that would be the only thing. Or you know, a, a confidence-building 100 for you know, one of the batsmen in the, uh, in the top order to go out second innings and, and, and put a few wrongs right, playing for pride, go and get a, a big fourth inning score, which will not win the game, but will just... Give them, give them some confidence going in, and you don't really, really want to be demoralised and getting bowled out again for, for the less than a hundred, hundred and twenty. But I, I honestly don't understand the uh, the Virat Kohli um, non-declaration decision. Uh, his bowlers had only bowled twenty eight point one overs. If it's a commercial decision, that's fine. That 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 for me worries me a little bit. But when I look at if. The Indian selectors are looking for you know, Pajara and Kohli to get some runs going ahead to, um, well, Pajara especially, to go ahead to the, the South African series. Then, for me, that would be enough telling me that he shouldn't be going to South Africa full stop. If you're that desperate to, to let a game drift the way it's drifting, just so one man could get some runs to then go and bat on a completely different surface. Um, I can't imagine it was Virat Kohli wanting to get some runs because if he did, he would have played, should have played in the first test match. Um, I, I really don't understand what the, the decision was, the, the, the reasoning was behind not declaring and really you know, showing a team who you've just lost to in the World Test Championship. You go and beat them by innings in your own back garden and win the series. For me, that would be enough to... 
you know to to rub the faces in the you know New Zealand faces in the dirt. But hey, like Abby said, it's it's Virat Kohli's prerogative. And they'll let the game drift for a little bit tomorrow, and then I'm sure they'll go and bowl New Zealand out halfway through day four. Brilliant stuff. Well, look, uh, Steve Harbison will be back uh, alongside uh, Abby tomorrow along with uh, Jarrah Kimber and also Neil Manthorpe. Live and exclusive coverage of day three and day four. I'm not sure it's going to get to a day four, to be honest with you, but uh, we shall see. We'll be up early. Uh, well, these guys are. We'll be. I'm in New Zealand. So I'll be up late. It's uh, quarter past one in the morning here, and uh, I don't think I'm going to get to sleep because that was one of the most incredible passages of play I've ever been uh, privileged enough to be part of. Um, you're listening to Talk Sport 2, and this has been live and exclusive coverage of the second test match from Mumbai between India and New Zealand. Oh, there's a big appeal for leg before wicket. Up goes the finger. I think it went straight on with the arm. There was no turn. Saha's been completely done there. Five for 76 now. Bowled him first ball. Ashwin, he's gone first ball. Lovely shot for four by Mayank Agarwal, and it brings up his 150. Oh, and now he's beaten by an absolute beauty. And he's not just beaten, he's got an edge to it. It's taken behind by Tom Blundell. What a brilliant delivery from Ajaz Patel. He picks up his seventh wicket. Comes down the wicket to Giant Yadav. There's a long off in place. I tell you what, there's a long off right in place. Ratchan Ravindra barely had to move. Took a couple of steps back and caught that. And we now have nine wickets to Ajaz Patel. Nine for 115. Ajaz Patel. And again, there's a slope. This is straight up in the air. This has to be caught. Is there someone under it? It is. It's out. Ajaz Patel of New Zealand has taken 10 wickets in a test match. Got him! Siraj, sorry, Steve Humerson, Will Young has gone. Excellent catch at slip. Mohamed Siraj takes the early wicket. Short pulled away. Out towards deep square leg and he's caught. Oh, would you believe it? What has Tom Latham done? He shakes his head in disbelief and admonishment at himself. Bowled him! Ross Taylor's been cleaned up by Mohamed Siraj. There'll be no reviewing that one. There's no off stump. Hold him! Our Ashwin is into the attack and he's struck immediately with his first delivery. Henry Nichols has been cleaned up. Yadav has got his man. He's edged it to slip. It's a super catch from Virat Kohli. Oh, and he now drives straight to mid on. Mohamed Siraj takes the catch. Somerville decides that making north off 25 balls wasn't uh, benefiting him or the team. It's a big swing and I think he's got an edge. It's caught at silly point. That's the end of the New Zealand innings. Jameson looking to whip it through the onside. There will be no follow-on. India are batting again. We're all very surprised. This is a very good shot by Chiteshwar Pajara. He uses his feet, he gets inside the line of the ball and he hits that through covers for four. That is the end of the day here on TalkSport 2. India are 69 without loss after 21 overs. They lead by 332 runs. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. And this is your gentle reminder that Barbados is the best place to be a cricket fan. With eight matches from the ICC Men's T20 Cricket World Cup Series taking place in Barbados this summer, including the final, 
you can experience the summer of a lifetime by booking today. Aside from immersing in world-class cricket in the sunshine, Barbados is the dream destination for all travel enthusiasts. It is where adventure meets paradise, the culinary capital of the Caribbean, and better still, the birthplace of rum. If you're keen to unite with cricket fans across the globe for what is set to be an unforgettable summer, then head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 